0: Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase.
1: Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe. I'm Maddox with me, Dick Masterson. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Great. And Sean, our audio engineer. Morning psychopaths. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's Somebody a, that's a in the one. comments
0: said that you should have a fedora and just
1: say, "milady" for
0: your greeting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we have some more ladies on the show, which will be never, because you, uh... One of you got drawn as one the other week. Yeah, that was me. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was me. You know, the, co- the guy who runs the biggest Metal Gear Solid fan site on Facebook who's been contacted by Konami and everything, he sent me an updated version. He made me his big boss.
0: I don't know what that he means.
1: Said, yeah, of course not, Dick. Because you don't play cool. Well, what does it mean? Oh, Big Boss. He's like the big bad, like bad, the bad guy. In, oh, he's the uh, bad guy Solid. of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, Solid. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So the the picture of us that was drawn. What was I?
1: I was a, a man shooting guns, mm. and you were a woman. What characters were we? I forget. Uh, I'm not sure, because there were multiple women in, in the Metal Gear series. Probably the woman from the first, or the second one, the, when they did the that uh, big 3D PlayStation release. Okay, so who's Solid Snake? Her name. Who is Solid, solid Snake? Solid Snake is the main guy. Is that me? I don't know. In a picture? So. You're not a Solid Snake. All right. This, <laughs> I don't care about video games, but I do care about is who won last week. Dick, nobody <laughs> won. However, the problems that got the most votes were lesser minds. Uh, huh? That's... Yeah.
0: It's not a surprise that people voting on the internet think they're better than everyone else. No, it's not That's about that, That's basically Dick. what that it's is. It's about
1: sound arguments and detox diets. Those are my two problems. Oh, thank you. Thank uh-huh. you, audience. Uh, my two problems trounced hangovers. Hangovers uh, came in dead last. So a lot of people thought that hangovers were a problem because they personally related to it. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't like hangovers. But if, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, what is the biggest problem?
0: Hangovers, yeah.
1: No, it's not. Oh, it's lesser minds. It's it, you, everyone thinks they're better than everyone else. Dick, it's not about that. Lesser minds cause problems, as we'll see in this in today's episode. Yeah, so, but it's subjective to you. Like yeah.
0: you're the one determining who the lesser minds
1: are. Isn't that a little? No, it's not, Dick. A lesser mind. You can you can be objective about that. Certain people who do and say dumb things, I think, can be objectively considered stupid. Okay. Right. Um, so stupid is as stupid does. That's what you're saying? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm not quoting a movie dick. Um, I did, so I don't think that this show's a contest. It never has been. It's It creates an adversarial atmosphere. However, a fan did send this in. He wanted me to play it for when, quote, I won, which I don't, I don't win. Is this we don't a song? Win. It's a song. He made this.
2: Maddox won! <laughs> Maddox won! Maddox won! <laughs>
1: Very, very
2: angry.
1: <laughs> this song is kind of long. Oh, there we go. It's about as long as yours, man. Well, there you go. That's a cool song. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Who wrote it? Uh, yeah, the guy's name is Nicholas. It's just Nick. He sent that in uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he's, uh, he asked me to play it on the, on the air. Over And Mortal. then you finally won. Dick. no so one wins don't. on the show. It's not a, it's not a contest. It's all not right, an all right. yeah. So
0: Speaking of songs, there was some debate over what the chords were for the Maddox Lost song in the yeah. comments.
1: It's C-G-A minor F. Yeah, I noticed someone Someone put the, the chords as they interpreted them on, in the comments. I guess, that, why is this even a thing? Why do people Because people want to play it,
0: I think. <laughs> so cover play it play and song? send it in. I'll great. play
1: it. Oh, great, guys. Yeah. I'll play it. You know what? I'm gonna play your song, Dick. I'll bring in a cover. Next week I'll bring in a cover. Regardless of who quote won. Uh no one wins on the show. No. But except for me. Um, I have a comment from Kelly Pigeon. This is an email she sent. She said, Since Dick is a giant pussy and you're an ass <laughs> and you're an asshole, Sean is the dick that fucked you both when he deleted the podcast. <laughs> oh, I have a oh, I have man. a voicemail about
0: that. Yeah. I I think I'm starting to think all these calls from 2004 are a joke and they're not real. But yeah. I do have one from Sean from 2004. Oh, hello. So. I'm
2: Sean from 2004. <laughs> I don't believe episodes.
0: That's
2: it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's concise. That's a good voicemail. This fucking thing is never going to die. <laughs> Sean, it's part of the fabric that makes this show now. It that's it. It's it's just one one quilt. You know, I I actually like it. Yeah. I'm I'm glad it created so much content. <laughs> oh, it's great, Sean. It's, it's it's part of it. And by the way, um Sean, this is totally unrelated to our show, but I was listening to the Adam Carolla show a while back. You get you know his one of his engineers is uh Bald Brian, right? Yeah. Sounds so much like Sean. I was listening to Bald Brian and I'm like, "Wow, that sounds a lot like Sean. We all sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> like life has fucking crushed us all."
2: <laughs> all right, Dick. What Here's a got? call
0: from a from a fan favorite. You might remember this this caller. Yeah.
2: Good day to you boys, Visty <laughs> Bono. I heard your last episode and figured I'd call in and tell you my New Year's resolution. Great. Okay. The resolution be, never play guitar again. That should be an easy one to keep. <laughs> now, for the record, boys, the media twisted up the story of the accident. You
0: see, you know, you know what he's talking
2: about, right? Yeah. Bono so he
0: got
1: nailed by like a car or something. What he happened? Fell off his bike or something stupid. He fell and off a he, bike. Yeah.
0: He's running so busy singing beautifully to himself. He, he crashed his bike and like really fucked himself up. I explained this like like five yeah. episodes ago. You mentioned oh, it. Biggest solution you. in the
1: universe: bicycles, huh? <laughs> they they took they took Bono's shitty playing off the earth. You're right. welcome, so everyone. That's, that's what Bono's talking about here when he called in. Yeah, let's hear the rest of it.
2: I wasn't just out for a ride, like they say. I was being pursued by a couple of kids after me pot of gold. <laughs> I made a sharp turn and ended up in a pool of my own blood and marshmallows. <laughs> the kids made off with me loot, but now I walk the streets with a vengeance. <laughs> so that's the real story. I don't know why anyone would believe the other one. <laughs> Finally, now that me a career is more fucked than a Scottish sheep farm, I'm not for what to do with myself. I'd like to know more about Shiny Boy's Chinese ass farming. That sounds like something old Bono could really sink his teeth into. (laughs) Until next time, fellas, may the wind always be at your back. And Dick, go fuck yourself.
0: I don't think that's an
2: Irish saying.
1: What's the phrase he used? He said more fuck than a Scottish Scottish sheep farm. farm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a lot of fucked. Um... Wow, great uh, great voicemail. I okay. didn't know. So as much as we shit on Bono on the show, I didn't know he was such a big fan. Uh, thanks again for calling in, Bono.
0: Yeah, apparently while he's recovering, he's probably listening to this show and I guess uh, leaving voicemails. You want to hear another one? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's see.
2: Hey, guys. This is Will from Florida. Here's one for your Dick versus Dick segment. In the last episode, Dick talks about how hangovers are one of the biggest problems in the universe. Yep, and then yep. 20 minutes later... He said that people who put shit in their bodies just to make themselves sick can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Oh, so of course, Dick, whoa. Dick can go fuck himself.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think of that until like a hundred people left comments
1: saying the exact same thing. Like,
2: oh yeah, I guess
0: that's—I
1: guess in a way, that's true. Yeah, Dick. Um, here, I, I think it's appropriate to play—uh—to play this.
2: Dick, <laughs> <For> <laughs> in retrospect. Me. Dick.
0: I got about a thousand hangover cures, by the way. They're mm-hmm. all like, eat a cheeseburger before bed, drink Gatorade before bed, yeah. like stop drinking before bed. Like, guys, <laughs> please, <laughs> that's the solution to not be hungover. Don't drink. Get the D- you hell know, out of you here. know, Dick. the
1: re- The reason you got like a thousand solutions to being hungover is because it's not a big problem. I guess not. It's a problem that you can choose. You can just avoid by not drinking in excess. Or
2: Dick Masterson, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I wake up with a hangover. Oh <laughs> golly me. oh my what a dread. Drink some fucking water. That's all I when you wake up with a hangover, you're mostly dehydrated. Drink a glass of fucking water every three drinks. You idiot <laughs> Yeah yeah, Dick, dr- yeah,
1: drink water, drink a cup drink of water. water. Yeah, just drink a cup of water. There you go. I have a comment. Um, this, this <laughs> These are some comments from the um, the comment section. This is from Nico Nico Melchiori. He says, Maddox, if you hate monkeys so much, why do you have one on the show with you week after week? I don't get it. And then someone commented in response to him. Handy Andy Pandy. He says, hey, fuck you. Sean is awesome. Yeah, I
2: agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I got uh, Moses Simiu. Please let Sean bring in a problem. His voice is sexy. And then there's a Little Heart. Oh, yeah, Dick is an asshole. Uh. Oh, Sean. Right, and then there was one from Scott Miller. You know uh, the, the guy that you based the Lesser Minds problem on? Remember that guy uh, yeah, his, yeah, his, yeah. his his comment yeah. and you basically just tore him up. <laughs> he said he's bummed true or false. Yeah, is well, that yeah. an accurate statement? Well, I was attacking all lesser minds not just his, but Okay, uh, yeah, go on. sorry. Uh, yeah. My lesser mind can't <laughs> piece together what I'm trying to say properly. He left a big comment saying and the part of it was I'm bummed Dick didn't back me up. Uh Scott, yeah. the first thing I said was you got Maddox's number. <laughs> That's the fir- the very first thing I said. What is more to say? Point number 2. If you make a comment, if you call someone out for something that you think they're doing. Like if you accuse somebody of something and they give you a 20-minute defense of why they're not doing it, you won. Yeah. You have them on the ropes. That's when you double down. Mm-hmm. That's when you just throw your hands up. You don't say anything. You drop the mic and you walk away.
1: Yeah. Cuz
0: they just validated everything you said.
1: Sure. I didn't need to back the guy up. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Are you talking about me, Dick, or his long, rambling three, four-paragraph comment? Uh, Which one? Number one or number two? Number two. Number two. Yeah, he. That I guess that's what I'm talking about. Sure, it didn't need to be said. So you're saying I won. That's what he's saying. I did the mic drop. I should have... Uh, you no, know, uh, Dick, it, here's the thing. It was a problem. Like, the comment, it was a rebuttal to his comment, and I addressed it, because I didn't want to address it in the comment section. It, it gets lost. It gets buried in Facebook's weird uh ranking system or whatever. Uh but it w- it did lead to an interesting thing. I have so many more examples of lesser minds and so many more rules that I use. And I'll bring those in at some point. I'll bring up lesser minds again at some point. So yeah, yeah that's that's coming. I didn't want to just make it based on that one comment though. There's a lot of there's a lot of problems in this world caused by lesser minds. Uh but speaking of uh Dick, what are what's your problem this My week? My first problem this week is get ready for
0: this. I, t- I took a long time thinking of a clever pun for, for this me. one. Okay? Man spreading discontent. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> All right, Dick. Before the show, we debated this. Uh, the, the name of this problem went back and forth. Came up with some clever ones, and then we went with this, huh? Yeah, man spreading discontent because it's man spreading. Do you know what man spreading is? I do, but let's explain. I'm going to read it. Who I'm going to read it right off the New York
0: Times. Yeah, yeah. man spreading. It's the bane of many female subway riders. It's a scourge tracked on blogs and on Twitter. Whoa, both.
1: That's, uh, that's some serious authority there. And it
0: has a name almost as distasteful as the practice itself. It is manspreading, the lay-it-all-out-sitting style that more than a few men see as their inalienable underground right. Now passengers who consider such inelegant male postures is infringing. So you, don't, you understand what that is? This yeah. is men on the subway
1: sitting comfortably. Um, not just comfortably, Dick, but also. I mean, yeah, they they are they're sitting comfortably, but there's a lot of reasons that sometimes. Okay, uh, but hold on, don't don't, don't
0: move from yeah. where you're sitting right now. Right. Okay, because right. I'm gonna look under the table yeah. and see what you're doing with your thighs. All right. They're spread apart. Yeah, like you on the subway, what you're doing right. would be considered man spreading. Uh, I guess. I mean, look, look, like yeah. the this, the distance between your knees. Right. Measure it out. What is that like? Two and a half feet. About
1: five feet, yeah.
0: Yeah, that is egregious. <laughs> you right now are committing an
1: egregious act of manspreading. Dick, I like in this s- studio. I like to sit spread eagle. And by the way, when women do it, it's spread eagle. When guys do it, it's manspreading. That's that's uh that seems sexist. Why so, don't you just call guys spread eagle too? This is what a this is what a feminist blogger says about it.
0: Manspreading is an assertion of male dominance. Okay. Are you asserting your male dominance yeah, right Dick, now? <laughs> I am
1: consciously asserting my male dominance at every chance I get because it defines me as a human being. I have. no nothing else going on in my fucking life it's always an agenda with me yeah I'm, I'm not sitting here comfortably i'm asserting my authority as a man it's not because you're a six foot two
0: 200 something pound man who just like when you sit in a seat you crumple into it right yeah that's how you sit this is just how my limbs fall yeah
1: slightly spread you know you know the it sounds like the problem here is here dick is uh they want us to apologize for taking up space exactly that's why i say it's man spreading
0: discontent they're yeah. spreading discontent for nothing yeah this is just guys sitting comfortably on the subway yeah. because subway seats are designed for children like you feel the chairs that we're sitting in yeah these are about i take the subway a lot in la and they're the same as they are in new york right this is about the size of a subway chair okay it is barely big enough to hold
1: my back we're sitting in some pink Ikea fold-out chairs. They're fold-out <laughs> chairs, but it's approximately the size of a subway chair. Yeah. All right? This is—the
0: world is designed—the world of mass transit is designed in what we're sitting on, and yeah. it's not
1: big enough to hold a man. So, Dick, is there anything else in the New York Times article you want to read? because does it mention anything in there about uh, because man spreading seems like a specifically male problem they're saying that, that this is something that men do does it talk about uh, woman spreading like say I don't know bags and bags and bags of fucking uh, shopping and groceries and purses and, and fucking just everything uh, because it's not something that just men do it's something that inconsiderate people do I get it if I'm on a subway and I'm taking up a lot of space and it's bu- it's busy and packed yeah I'm, gonna, I'm going to try to be more considerate so more people can fit on so you would say, what kind of a slogan do you think would fit this, um,
0: this egregious, inconsiderate claim you're making to space on the subway? If it's something that men and women do, men with their thighs ridiculously spread like they're in a penthouse uh, centerfold, yeah. Yeah. and women with all their baggage and dogs
1: and horse shit, what do you think this, a proper slogan might be? Well, this, this might be insightful and outrageous, but uh, stay with me. It's called Be Considerate. How's that for a slogan? And by the way, Dick, uh, this "be considerate" slogan—can we extend those to fat people? Uh, are they oh. fat spreading? Oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa! Hold, hold on. on, you can't see oh, that. Oh, we crossed the line here. I'm sorry. Uh, we, now we're go- now we're getting into the "healthy at any size" movement, aren't we? Yeah. Now we can't fat shame you, got, uh, but it's okay to fit shame. It's okay to man spread shame or whatever the fuck they call it. But they have to make—they have to add gender into this, don't they? They have to introduce gender into it because they have an agenda. So here's what the actual slogan is that the MTA, the governing
0: body for the subway, the people that are supposed to provide you with a safe uh, and comfortable ride while you go about your daily business, dude, dot, 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 stop the spread, please. Yeah. Dude. Dude. And there's a big picture of a a red guy, like a red stick man, sitting. Comfortably in a seat that's designed for a child sitting on the subway, while some poor woman, some poor woman,
1: has to stand Mm -hmm. next to him. God forbid. So there was this article on Mike, I think, where this this uh, this chick went through. She like spent her entire fucking day on the New York subway, just, quote, man-spreading. Right. And she found that very few people said anything at all. And, in fact, most people just lived with it. And a few people, and then a guy did the same thing, except he also he also put his little man purse next to him to see if yeah. people would. And then, yeah, people commented. People told him to move it right. when they wanted to. What's the problem here, people? Is, the pro, is it the problem that you're too much of a fucking pussy to speak up and ask someone to make some more space? Yeah. Is that the problem? That's it. That's it. That's um, all it comes down to. It's the same thing as the selfie stick. That's what this is. I do want to say,
0: not only did the woman get like dirty, dirty looks and yeah. stares, but she said, also, people took a bunch of pictures of me. Yeah. And this is they got Mike got this hot, she's hot. This girl who did this um experiment. Yeah. She is sitting with her knees in other time zones. Like, yeah. did you happen <laughs> oh, yeah, to see I the video? That, yeah. I mean this is like it is it it looks freakish and uncomfortable yeah. no matter where you go. So you walk onto the subway and it's like it's like a an alien in a hot woman's suit trying yeah. to like do her impersonation of what it's like to sit
1: She looked like a cheerleader doing the splits in the air. Yeah, it looks pornographic. It's ridiculous. And people are taking pictures of this. She's like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like, well. Well, you're airing out your vagina. I I mean, you know. Um, There's this article on Jezebel Dick. It's called Men's Rights Groups Demand That Their Balls Be Allowed to Breathe on Buses.
0: Oh, men's rights groups, man. They...
1: They are like a
0: caricature of no ma'am. Yeah. Like they make no yeah. ma'am sound reasonable. Yeah. Whenever whenever they have a response
1: to anything, I'm like, guys, come on. Yeah, Could you run I mean, it by somebody? Couldn't yeah. you run it by a woman first? Run, or run it by me. I'll I'll edit your yeah. pieces. Um I'm I'm embarrassed of the men's right movement as I am uh, feminism, modern feminism today. It's it's no longer what it used to be. Um so this guy says, unless one is suffering from some kind of condition, most men can, in fact, keep their legs closed and even cross them. But they shouldn't on a public transit, constricting the testicles and yet keeping them totally safe. So this guy's saying that most men can, in fact, cross their legs and keep them closed and keeping their testicles safe. But what he kind of glosses over here, this is just one sentence in this entire article devoted to the fact that some people may have a condition. Yeah. All right. Some people may have a medical condition. They might have something going on with them that they have to sit that way. So – Are we going to start legislating some kind of new uh, standard, some etiquette standard where we have etiquette police going around asking people for their medical conditions on subways? Excuse me, do you have a rash, sir? Do you have to sit that way? Can we check between your legs? Let's see. Do you have a doctor's note? Can you you justify the way you're sitting? Because sometimes it's not just men or women. I've seen people who have medical conditions, and it's none of our fucking business the way they sit. Maybe they have something going on, guys. You don't know. It's none of our fucking
0: business. Well, the one one part I read from the New York Times, which was interesting, was um, the sentence, with crime no longer running rampant on the subway, uh, the campaign is the latest sign that other unwelcome behavior is getting attention. So it's, you know, I have this theory that people are going to be the same amount of pissed off no matter what. Yeah. It's not a very good theory. It's not a very, very well-thought-out theory, but it's this. You got crime, right? Everybody has everybody has so much amount of pissed off to be. Wow. And when there's crime, yeah, it fits. Because yeah. you don't want to have your things stolen, yeah. and you don't want to get stabbed. But then, now that there's not as much crime on the subway, we still got to be that amount of pissed off.
1: Yeah. So it's time to find something else. Well, we used to have things like wars. Dick, I, I had a theory that's very similar. Actually, I, th- I do think it's a t- it's a sound theory. Uh, we used to have things like wars to worry about. We used to have things like the Red Scare. We, we were worried about communism. That was our outrageous devil. And that's right?
0: hysteria, though the Red Scare. Well, of communism. course, there's all hysteria.
1: But mm-hmm. we ne- like, I think that there's a certain segment of this population who, no matter what, are always going to try to find something to be outraged about yeah. or hysterical about. And if it's not the Red Scare, if it's not communism, if it's not the Cold War, if it's not Nazis from World War II, if it's not the Korean conflict or Pol Pot, it's something. There's always something. And there's no big war going on right now. So, you know, people are outraged about man spreading. They're inventing. That's what they're doing. They're inventing a reason to exist. They're inventing and they all just jump on the bandwagon and, uh, and they lock arms in a big, weepy, teary jerk off fest of just crying and weakness. That's what this is. Here's what Mike said about it. Uh the M I C Mike.com. Oh, I won't yeah. link to them by the way. So <clears throat> uh use do them it. as a source.
0: Go ahead. Uh women and men are equal under the law. Truce, do we agree so far? Yeah. It's good good way to start a start a thought. Yeah. Something that's blatantly
1: <laughs> true and inarguable. Right? Well mostly uh women still don't have to sign up for selective service. <laughs> well yeah. Maddox please. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting, you're going off into the
0: weeds. Yeah, women and men are equal <laughs> under the law, and that includes the right to feel safe and comfortable in public places. Is that a law? <laughs> says, I don't even know how that. One- how do you codify that? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's your legal right to feel comfortable in and public,
1: <laughs> unless you I- want to spread your legs a little bit because you may have a medical condition or something going on, or big balls. <sighs> uh, like who knows. I don't know, man. I've seen guys, I've seen some guys sit very, uh, what's it, demurely? They they sit very, like, ty- they take up very little space, mm-hmm. they cross their legs, and they are comfortable that way. And I've seen guys who kind of, like, spread out. Look, just don't be a dick. Uh, you know, be be considerate. And, and by the way, I there's a big asterisk when I say don't be a dick because I think that dicks are sometimes good. You need dicks yep. in this world. And I'm not talking about my co host here. Um, but you need, you need people who are kind of assholes sometimes. That's why rude, rude people was my solution in, uh, in this, this month's solution I'll episode. tell you what
0: I do. You know what I do? That's kind of, the, kind of what you're saying. If there's a line for the men's bathroom and there's not one for the women's, I use the women's bathroom. Sure. Ten times out of ten. Yeah. Keep things going, man. <laughs> that
1: is. it is. It's considerate, Dick. That's another thing that rude people do. Okay, I'm talking about my solution now. Yeah. Uh, but Dick, yeah, this is uh, this is so the problem here is man spreading discontent, which is kind of a clever title. The more I think about it, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it didn't take me any time at all to think of it. Either,
0: okay. It, yeah. Here's some quotes from guys. Uh, Fabio Fabio Panciero from the New York Times. I'm not going to cross my legs like ladies do. I'm going to sit how I want to sit. Yeah. That's what. So sure. I guess the campaign probably won't be effective. This guy's digging this his deal. heels in. I just laugh at the ad and hope someone graffitis over it. I brought in some stats
1: for you. Yeah, I got some
0: stats for you. Um, So they did this experiment that showed people who assume expansive postures were more likely to steal money, cheat on a test, and commit traffic violations.
1: Um. Okay. I don't know if that
0: changes your opinion of this man spreading thing.
1: Well, yeah, but it, they didn't control for a lot of variables there because these people who say, you know, supposedly cheat on tests and commit crimes or whatever, they're also men. If it's just men, then yeah, men are more likely to commit crimes across the board. They're more likely to commit violence and murder and sexual assault and all sorts of crimes. They're, men are just more likely to, to commit that.
0: That's true. I knew you'd have a good answer for that <laughs> study.
1: That's why I brought it in. You know, Dick, there was another article. I, I couldn't find it before the episode. Episode aired, but there was a girl who spent all day on a subway man spreading. It was not this this, uh, this hot chick that they got from Mike.com. It was another girl who had like pink hair or something like that. And she said she spent the entire day and she was hoping for a conclusion, right? Her conclusion she was hoping for was that people would call her rude, and whereas they wouldn't call a guy rude. So she wanted to show that there was some kind of sexual discrimination in right. our society. She didn't find that conclusion. What she did find was that near the end of the day, she thought nothing of it and she felt empowered and she said she felt fine she she said uh, by the end of the day she felt like it was she was almost entitled to do that i'm like well kinda yeah i mean you you can sit however you want you can be an asshole if you want nobody said anything to her all day long
0: i mean isn't there like a trade off like don't we isn't this established like look you get up if you're a man you get up for old people, you yeah. get up for women, you yeah. just do I do. I'm on the subway. I, uh-huh. I it's like look, I, I, all right, you're walking around in heels, you probably had a rough day. Yeah. It's it's not comfortable it's not comfortable for a woman to sit around and having guy and have guys circle her. So sit down. Here, have the seat. But by the same token, the other side of the coin is, if I can sit down, fuck, I'm huge. All right? I got a lot of weight to carry around all day. Just let me ooze into the seat a little little bit. My back hurts. My feet
1: hurt. Let me do it. Let me spread out a little bit. Let me be comfortable for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, well... On that token, Dick, then someone who who is forced to stand because you're taking up more space could also make that argument that they are uncomfortable and their just, back hurts and their feet hurt. Just ask. Don't yeah, be so afraid. Ask. Don't be so afraid. Don't be a fucking pussy. How's that for a slogan? Don't be a fucking pussy and use the word fucking in there. I'm sorry, cuss control. #Hashtag Fudging. <laughs> Don't
0: yeah. be a pussy. Brought Don't to you puss- by the MTA. No,
1: it's um, it's be considerate. I think that's the that's the slogan here. That's the con- yeah,
0: but do you want like it's like preemptive. Be considerate. Like, it's not a big deal for you to come over. Why are you so afraid of engaging with another person and saying, hey, dude, uh,
1: can you scoot your knee over? Get a fucking backbone. How's that for an MTA campaign, dipshits? Yeah. And by the way, by the way, Dick, you know what would actually make a precipitous difference on the New York subway system? Telling people to move the fuck over on an escalator, or just stand to the right on escalators. That's what every Asian culture I've ever been to. Every Asian, uh, you know, like the Hong Kong subway system, the, the in Tokyo, people stand to the right or stand to the left to let people pass you if they need to. That's not a fucking thing in America, and it needs to be. Also, how about standing to the side and letting people who are trying to get off the subway get off before you try to board? Those are things that could make an actual difference. And no. Nobody's making as nearly as much of a stink because there's no uh, feminist agenda to, to wedge in there. You're right, and we had those ads in the 40s.
0: Yeah. In the 40s, it was, um, I forget what it was exactly, but there was ads like, hey, lady, hit him again for, for guys who were blocking the door. Yeah. Hit him again. None of us like door blockers. Basically saying, like, don't be so timid. Hit him again. Yeah. How about that ad? Grow just tell them. him to
1: move over. Mo- tell him to why move is it, over. Why
0: is the onus on guys who sit comfortably? I'm looking around at three other men, and all of you are taking up three seats on the subway. Every single one of you. Yeah. Yeah, well, all right, Dick.
1: Discontent. Discontent. See how discontented I am? You're pretty discontent. But let's, uh, is, that a, is that all you got, Because, uh, or is it, it time it. for a new problem? Yeah, a real ahead. problem, huh? All
0: right, wait, before you go on, I just have to mention this. Oh. Today's show... <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Are you familiar with Harry's, Maddox? Have you been using your Harry's Shave Kit? Uh,
1: I swear to God, I'm still using my Harry's Shave Kit. (laughs) Me
0: too. Dude, you know what I did? So I've been... uh, By the way, it's a new year. It's a new you. It's time to change your look. (laughs) You might not agree, but I certainly do. I started shaving a lot more after we got those free kits. Yeah, uh, Harry sent us starter kits, so we would talk about them on the air, obviously. And I started using it, like, almost religiously, man. I don't know. I figure it's, like, almost I'm older. Yeah, you know, almost religiously. religiously. I'm not an extremist about it. Okay. But I do use it quite often. So I was using it um, this weekend. I was shaving, and I was like, oh, I'll switch back to the Mach 3 and see how it feels. Now I hate the Mach 3. I swear to God, that's true. You
1: hate. So hate is a very strong word, Dick. No, now I, I find the Harry's better. I switched immediately back to the Harry's, okay.
0: the Harry's blade.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I agree. The, there's something about the metal they use in these blades, I think, that that makes them stronger. Because my, my blades are not getting nicked at all.
0: No, well, Harry's bought a factory, a blade factory in Germany. I'm reading this off the thing. Harry's bought a blade factory in Germany that has been crafting some of the world's highest quality blades for almost a century. Uh, by cutting out the middleman, they can offer an amazing shave at a fraction of the price of drugstore brands. And they'll ship it right to your house. How about that?
1: You don't even free. have to leave. No shipping. You know, I was I was arguing with somebody a while back about. Oh, what, what it was it was about my my cell phone, Dick? And I was talking about how oh God, <laughs> how much about, of your life is spent arguing about cell phones? Probably thirty <laughs> percent. I was talking about how I can order new batteries if I want to, and I don't have to go to an Apple store. Mm. And I can leave my front door unlocked, and if I wanted to, they would probably bring it right to my chair. Because if the delivery guy came to my place, he knocked on the door. I said, "Just bring it in." Yeah. And I said, like, "I'll give you five bucks. Just bring it to my just bring it to my desk. I wouldn't even have to stand up." And Harry's could do that for you. You could do the exact same thing with Harry's. So have not- deliver
0: it. it to your door. This delivers it right to your fat ass on the computer. <laughs> that should be their slogan.
1: Yep, you can sit however you want at your computer. No, no man no spreading one. complaints there.
0: <laughs> their starter kit is fifteen bucks. Go to Harrys dot com now, and Harrys will give you five dollars off if you type in the code. Biggest problem with your first purchase. That's H A R R
1: Y S dot com. Coupon code biggest problem. All right, all right, Dick. In light of everything going on in the news, uh, Charlie Hebdo was attacked in France. Yeah. Uh satirist, I heard about that. satirist magazine. It's a satire magazine. It's similar to the Onion, but in France. And they, it's more like it has more of a political bent in France. And they were attacked recently by some gunmen, some some terrorists who were offended that they depicted Muhammad, uh, the prophet of Islam, in their in their magazine. Yeah, as a cartoon in a disrespectful way.
0: They regularly ran disrespectful
1: cartoons. Correct. About, yeah, they did. They ran cartoons about. Christian prophets, Jesus is in their magazine, and Jewish prophets and Islamic prophets. They satirized all religion and they satirized most public figures. This was a magazine that didn't really hold punches, uh, with very few exceptions. So they got attacked. Twelve people were killed. Uh, maybe I think the final number maybe even higher. Uh, a couple of people were were, uh, were saved. They didn't attack women, whatever. The but the problem here, Dick, they didn't. No, they they let women they. They consider it some sacred law that they don't attack women and children. So they didn't. Muslims do? Or these guys did? These guys did. Oh, Um, that's weird. Yeah. Terrorists are are actually, they they weirdly, staunchly adhere to this. They try not to kill women and children. So can you wear like a wig and get out? Well, I mean, you can. Okay. I don't, Uh, no matter how much wig or makeup I put on, they know I'm a dude. It's like the predator. You put down your gun, he won't attack you. Yeah. Yeah, because Predator wants wants a, a challenge. He wants yeah. a trophy. So, Dick, um, the problem here isn't so much that uh, the you know the magazine. Well, it, it isn't so much that these people were killed by these terrorists. The problem, I think, is satire. We need to end really, satire. yeah. We need to end satire. Yeah, satire is the problem, Dick. <laughs> okay, yeah, satire is a big problem because without satire, no one would be dead today. Huh? Yeah. We'd be living in a more peaceful society without satire, Dick. No, I agree. We need to end satire. What we should do is ban all satire. If it weren't for satire, think of all the extremists who'd be happier today. What we should do is create a national thought registry, kind of like the copyright and patent office where ideas are submitted and then a team of thought police reads your writing and determines whether or not it will offend somebody indirectly. Yeah. If it does, you get three warnings and then incarceration. This is the only solution to terrorist attacks. We should stop producing satire. Satire, yeah. Well, you're going straight to jail. Why? why
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold Because That was satire. No, this is Watch. not satire, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is not. No, this is actually absolutely not satire. I think we no. should end satire. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were being satirical, but no. you're being
0: serious. I'm I'll, being. T- I'm being totally serious, man. Who's going to run the thought police?
1: Uh, just. I think it's the a group. extremists. Probably they're pretty good at telling what's too much. Yeah, the extremists. <laughs> The extremists are good at picking extreme people, but I think that it shouldn't be a democracy. It shouldn't be voted upon. It should no. be selected. Uh, maybe we go to the Supreme Court and we tell them, guys, put, put all your suggestions in a hat. We'll just pick them out, and those are the people that are going to be the satire police. Too many, too many votes. It's got to be just one guy. You don't want nine people deciding, because then you could have uh, a split decision. Yeah, you're right, Dick. Well, whatever the thought police should be, Um, we should, we definitely need to have this organization in place. Yeah. Uh, anytime anyone writes anything, even fortune cookies can be satirical. We need to look at fortune cookies, Dick. We need to go around restaurant to restaurant, Chinese restaurants, open up every fortune cookie, make sure that Islam isn't being smeared, right? Christianity isn't smeared. Anybody. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people, I don't think anyone should be offended, Dick. I I think that it's, uh, it's my right. Speaking of rights to be safe and comfortable, Uh I think it's also my right to be not offended. Yeah. As as an American, or as, as as anyone, Dick, shouldn't we all just be happy <laughs> <laughs> and not offended by and not anything. offended by anything ever? No, I know, man. Yeah, and and by the way, guys, if, when I was insensitive earlier in this episode, I'm just going to start apologizing right now. When I was insensitive towards fat people, and I said that we should maybe ask fat people to lose weight to be more considered on subways to not take up, you know, fat spreading. Um, I, I apologize. That was really offensive. Okay. You accept, <laughs> you accept my apology, Dick. Yeah, you said the words. Are so. you uh, so? Are you on on board with this? You seem like strangely complacent with my with my satire ban.
0: Well, I've already yeah, I've already come out saying that satire is like the only weapon we have against dumb people. So, That's offensive. No, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, of course I'm I'm against it.
1: All the dumb people listening right now, all the lesser minds who are listening to the show, just got yeah, offended right. by what you just said. Oh, well, sorry. Yeah. You know. There, thank you for apologizing, Dick. We just need more more insincere apologies. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, like you just post, you can say
0: whatever you want, and then just at the end, hey, sorry. Yeah, you just have like a little guy, like the like the mascot from Monopoly.
1: Just like, oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Didn't mean it. The mustachioed man from Monopoly?
0: Yeah. Penny, Uncle Pennybags. Uncle Moneybags.
1: Uncle Moneybags. So, Dick— I think you're being satirical, though. No, no, absolutely not, Dick. This is definitely not satire. We should ban satire. <laughs> okay. We need to ban satire. We need to ban thoughts that are dangerous. Yeah. And this is one way to do it. Three, ru- three strikes rule, and then incarceration. Right? And then if incarceration doesn't work, well, capital punishment. I don't think it's too extreme to say that someone should die— for the things that they believe in or speak if you make a cartoon that depicts muhammad right no matter how poorly it's drawn and no matter the fact that we have no photos of muhammad you should be ex- executed I don't, I don't think it's unreasonable am i being unreasonable here <laughs> no i don't right? i don't know those terrorists were doing we're doing a yemen's job but going into this this uh this journalist's office and killing people yeah good for them they were doing the right, they were ending satire, which is the problem. Without satire, no one would be dead today, Dick. It's the biggest problem in the universe. Satire is? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. You might actually be right. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, because you're you're talking to a guy whose satire was considered so harmful that, like, I'm not allowed on Facebook or YouTube. Yeah. Like, I'm just not allowed. It's already happening. Facebook so, is my ally. And that's, like, that's just one step. Be- if you're, the like, if you want to, if you can't kill a guy, yeah. just cut out. Cut out the way he makes money. Sure. That's just, that's the most harm you can do. Yeah. So if I, if they hate me so much that they don't want me talking on YouTube or Facebook, they can't kill me because they're big companies. They just cut off the way I make money.
1: Yeah, they did. Right? Yep. No problem. No problem. Yeah. So. Well, you got off light, buddy, because under my system, what I'm proposing. Is incarceration and capital punishment. You will get hung or shot by my machine gun, automatic machine gun fire. Unless oh, you're wow. a woman or child, I think that women and child, children, should be spared. Uh, the Islamists are correct in sparing women and children. Yeah, you know. Uh, really, you think that? Absolutely. You know? The children part's a surprise. Yeah, I think you're hurting your your presidential run. We
0: established your presidential platform in an early episode. Uh-oh. I think this will come back to bite Ooh, you in boy. the
1: primaries. Oh boy, I don't know about that, Dick. I mean, I in my in my initial presidential platform, it was the regressive party, yeah, and, which is uh, against abortion but for killing babies. Right. So th- no, that's I don't one. Think... That's one of my favorite things that you've ever said. Thank that you. That slogan. Thank you. And it, I I wholeheartedly believe it. I don't think that that uh, the Muslim terrorists, these the these extremists. Uh, when they say that they spare women and children, I don't think they're counting babies in there. So if I if I had stormed the office, I would sh- I would definitely shoot the babies, uh, because babies are not children yet. They're not children; they're babies. Yeah, That's a, there's a distinction. If you're still crawling, or if you're in a crib, bullet in the head. Sorry. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you're getting darker. Well, you know, Dick, I got to stand for my beliefs here, and I believe that satire is a problem. Um, so uh, not you know, believes, not extreme beliefs. It's satire that's the problem. Well, uh, it's interesting.
0: extreme beliefs are going to exist everywhere. Yeah. But satire, that's a decision that somebody's making. It's a decision right? someone's the making, The beliefs yeah. you're
1: born with. You're born with these <laughs> beliefs, Dick. Just okay. I don't believe in the clean slate theory. These these well, extremists were born with these beliefs. Yeah, it's not their fault. No. They're just coping that. with it. That's what they are. Uh, now we're both doing the satire. <laughs> no, Dick, this isn't satire. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Dick, um... Here's some extreme. So speaking of extremists, here's some extreme state extremist statements. Uh I want to see if you can tell if these were made by Islamic militants or Westerners. You know, enlightened Westerners. Oh, yeah. I've added some blanks here to see if you can fill them in with the appropriate ethnicity, religion, people, or place. Okay. Okay. These are these are uh, various comments came from Twitter, news sources, whatever. It's time to nuke these blanks. Well, I would think a Westerner would say
0: that because terrorists don't have access to nukes.
1: Correct. Uh, yeah, That is that is correct. Pretty good. Uh, that So it's time to nuke these terrorist scum. That was oh. from Brownie290880 on Twitter. Yeah, well, some terrorists could potentially have access to nukes. There's some dirty nukes floating around, whatever. But that's a, that's a good analysis. I don't think they, they would be so cavalier about it. No, probably not. Pro- well, you don't know, man. I mean, I don't know any terrorists. If mm. I did, they, might be, they may be cavalier. I bet the terrorist side would know would be pretty chill. Yeah. Why doesn't blank just bomb blank?
0: Oh, why doesn't blank just bomb blank?
1: Yeah, so we're looking for a
0: place and a group. Okay, wait a minute. So why doesn't blank just bomb blank? I'm yeah. gonna say because a terrorist they don't consider they, they do the bombing of themselves like they they are the bomb. yeah, so I think logically this is a Westerner saying because they don't, they see bombs as something they don't have to deal with,
2: hmm. right?
0: So I'm going to say, why doesn't the U.S. just bomb the Middle East? Is that the— Close. Why see. doesn't France just bomb
1: Islam? Pretty close. I'm going to give it to you, Dick. Oh, yes. It's why doesn't France just bomb Al-Qaeda? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, by Charles Shawa from Twitter. Okay. Okay. Blank to avenge blank victims. Blank to avenge blank victims?
0: Yeah. And this is people or places.
1: Okay. The, the first one is a group to avenge another group.
0: Oh, okay. Um, A group. That sounds, that doesn't sound Western just because of the poor syntax. Yeah, it's poor syntax.
1: Um, Westerners have good syntax.
0: Well, well
1: generally. I mean, it's in yeah. English, yeah. So blank. I don't know that to one. Aven- so it's actually, it's a Western. I'm sorry. It's a oh, Westerner. It. it says, Anonymous to avenge Charlie Hebdo victims. Oh, Anonymous the group. Anonymous the group. How are they going to do that? Yeah. Well, they go into a whole manifesto. They just they, they left it kind of vague as to how they're going to do it. Supposedly they killed somebody already. Let me. Anonymous did. Anonymous did. They yeah. killed somebody. So I just read the headline. I didn't read the full article, but supposedly they did. Um, Dick on this on wow. this note. I, let me read this this quote here too. The blood pouring out of blank must be revenged. Um.
0: Is it, if it was terrorists, that would probably be like a menstruation thing. Yeah. The,
1: the but it, it sounds pretty similar to the previous quote, right? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. The blood pouring out of Palestine must be revenge, and that's by Osama bin Laden. Osama bin oh, Laden said that. Okay. Yeah. So Osama bin Laden. So it's interesting, the distinction here, because Anonymous is to avenge blank. Right. And Osama's to avenge blank. So where does it end? Mm -hmm. Because if what we're doing now to the terrorists, which, you know, they they should be brought to justice. But if that's done in revenge and what the terrorists did to us was done in revenge and what America does to Osama bin Laden is done in revenge, where does it end? Yeah, you're making
0: the comparison between our um, sense of revenge and their sense of revenge. Yeah. right. Just the way the vicious cycle continues. I did. Do you consider. Okay, so the Charlie Hebdo thing happens happened, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, all over the internet was this just epidemic of slacktivism. Would you consider that slacktivism? Because everybody was suddenly, violently, je suis Charlie. Yeah. Right? And I don't do it because I just don't do things that do nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Did that have, to you, does that have an effect? Is that the exact same as slacktivism?
1: Is it something people should do? It is slacktivism unless you actually take action and do something so so if you want to the action is to create challenging works of art right because that's what charlie hebdo did they created challenging works of art that challenged the status quo yeah if you say we are charlie you're not unless you're a satirist you're not unless you're creating this this work that's called insightful you're not unless you're questioning the wisdom of prevailing authority Uh in a way that's satirical you're not Charlie unless you, I mean, you can stand up for them, sure. You can't, you, and, and I changed my Facebook profile picture to a picture of my logo with the French color. I saw on that. It, the French flag color. Yeah. And then someone called me a slacktivist. I said, guys, this yeah. isn't a campaign. I'm not, I'm not promoting anything, and it's not going to create any change. I did that in solidarity and as an homage to Charlie Hebdo to show them that, uh, you know, this is, this, is, uh, this is something I was recognizing as a loss, as a fellow satirist, right? This is, this is how I've made my career. Yeah, and I and I apologize for saying that. Uh, if anyone's offended, I should submit myself to this registry because uh, satire is wrong and evil. But yeah, did, no,
0: no, no, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Here, here's that. Here, yeah. Uh, furthermore, there also seems to be like a kind of binary thinking, binary extremist thinking about that about that very slactivism that I'm talking about, the Je suis Charlie thing. Yeah. Because I would I would think something like, oh, I I would think something like, well, they're writing anti-Islamist cartoons. Right. Like, and the last cartoon was no attacks in in France and then like a bumbling terrorist saying like, well, we got till the end of January. And I'm thinking <laughs> in my mind, as a satirist, I'm thinking if I had made that, I would be trying to provoke them. Yeah. If I had done that. Yeah. Right? But to say that, oh my God, if you say something like, well, yeah, they're they're writing, they're using satire as a weapon to provoke this exact kind of response you can't say that right that's not something i'm i should be allowed to say you wi- wait cuz people lose their minds they're okay. like oh you're victim blaming you're victim blaming I'm like guys i understand comedy and satire when you draw when you make something that specific against a group you're trying to nail them. Oh. You should expect a response, and these guys aren't witty or clever. They don't usually respond with funny uh, New Yorker cartoons. They usually respond with guns and violence, and you know that.
1: Yeah. Right? So satire is a problem, Dick. Thank oh, yeah. you for supporting no, I agree. me. Yeah, satire is a problem. Well, here. I don't want to go
0: to your satire
1: prison, so I'll say anything uh, that it takes to get I out of it. I think you just did, and I think you did for, for real. Um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a few more quotes here. Let's see right. if you can tell if this is a Westerner or a terrorist group. Blank group will track down and avenge those who have been killed. Sounds very similar to this last one, too, right? I think that's a terrorist that said that. Nope. Westerner. Anonymous. Ah, Damn it. We are in your blanks. We are in your blanks. We are in your blanks. We are everywhere. That's anonymous. I know anonymous. That's anonymous. ISIS. That was ISIS. Oh! It's chilling that it sounds so much like that's anonymous. Where is ISIS in our blanks? They're not anywhere. Yeah. Where
0: the hell are they? Where do they
1: say they are? They're in our cities and are you know, so on and so forth. That's actually something that's, that's kind of a concern now that they're afraid of these lone wolf attacks because ISIS, uh, through their propaganda on the internet, is reaching people in the Midwest and reaching people where they might not be able to reach. Through their traditional means of recruitment, like in Yemen and Afghanistan, and you, you know. mean? Let me ask you something.
0: You mean they have the ability to strike anyone from anywhere if they so deign? Who does that sound like? <laughs> sounds like the West. Uh, sounds like the U.S. government, yeah. right? That's yeah. what I don't get about the whole like terrorist label. Yeah, I mean it's just like low budget. Well, we have a specter of
1: uh, damage that we can inflict on you at any moment. Yeah, so. Which, uh, which is interesting. I was listening to a Radio Lab episode recently, and they were talking about – it's the one – it's the episode about worth. And they were talking about what the worth of things are. I don't believe that life is precious. I mean it, it it's is. It's 70 grand. It is. That's well, how much it's worth. That's a, it's actually very controversial how much life is worth. But it comes to about a lot of people. Like in, in Pakistan, there was a drone strike that happened I, I believe in 2010, 2011, something like that. They accidentally hit a wedding convoy. They oh, killed oh, yes. so many people. They killed, I believe, the groom. The father, was, the father survived his son. Mm-hmm. But they took these bodies back to the, the town square in Pakistan, and they paraded them about, and they said, this is what the, go- the U.S. government did to us with these drone strikes. Yeah. And everybody was pissed <sighs> they off. do that. Yeah. And then the U.S. government has a policy in place called money as a weapon. And yeah. it's it's reparations that you pay to people that you've that you've done wrong in these war conflicts, right? And you know it's no obligation, no legal obligation to do so, but they do it to try to win their hearts and minds, <laughs> supposedly with money. And, yeah, with money. Yeah. And in Iraq, the the amount that they spend is about twenty five hundred dollars per per death per person. Oh, that's it. Yeah, which is equivalent oh, to about thirty thousand dollars in their currency. Uh, so that's uh, it. That's what you get. Oh, that's not enough. That, yeah, that's not enough. Oh, of course not. Man. Meanwhile, the World Trade Center victims were compensated anywhere up to like seven million or twelve million, something like that. Anywhere from two hundred fifty thousand really? to like seven million. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, a lot of them were. That's a lot of dough. Yeah, it is a lot of dough, Dick. Um, here's another one. If they do not stop their campaign in blank, we will bring the war to them in blank on the ground. Who said that? Well,
0: that? that sounds like us,
1: because on the ground is what we do. ISIS, no? ISIS again. They're, ta- if they're talking about if they, if they do not stop their campaign in the virtual world, we will bring the war to them in the real world on the ground. They're talking about Twitter because Twitter is starting to shut down these terrorist accounts and they're saying they're going to.
0: <laughs> ISIS, declared war, ISIS on declared war on Twitter. Oh they're going God. to attack
1: them in San Francisco. They're going to go to their headquarters. Guys, you're gonna you're gonna flip the fuck out if you go to San Francisco. There's gonna be so many so many more targets. (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna want to attack before Twitter's headquarters, which I've seen. By the way, it's kind of like a nondescript building. They're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, bigger (laughs) boat. Blank's regime tortures and executes blanks. Oh, that's us. We do that. What? Yeah, that's Iran's regime tortures and executes activists, and that's uh, yeah, that's an Iranian woman who said that on Twitter. I'm really confused why a terrorist, blank, leading the Paris anti-terrorism march. Is that somebody who's sympathetic to Wait, read it again. Okay. I'm really confused why a terrorist, okay. blank, the name of the terrorist, okay is leading the Paris Anti-Terrorism March. Uh I would think well it's sarcastic, so I would think a Westerner would say that. <laughs> that is somebody that is somebody who's sympathetic to the Palestinian cause. Okay, uh, a Westerner said it though. Um, I'm, I'm not right about sure that. If it's actually, you know what? I, I may give you that. It's okay. a, it's, half, uh, credit. it's half, half credit. Half credit. There you go, Dick. I'm really confused. Here, I'll do this. <laughs> it's Netanyahu that she's talking about. She's saying Netanyahu is the world's biggest terrorist. Anyway, anyway, Dick, when I posted that picture on Facebook of uh-huh. my status, uh, of my profile picture with the French colors, a lot of people started arguing with me. They said, no, nah, man, we need to wipe out all the Muslims, these Muslims. They,
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. They,
1: and they, 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 this is their argument. They said that the attack on 9-11 was Muslims. Uh, the Richard Perlman uh, attack, the journalist who was beheaded, I think uh, his name was Richard, but uh, Perlman, whatever, uh, was beheaded by Muslims. All these terrorist attacks that have occurred, the India, the Bali bombings were Muslims, and mm. the USS Cole was Muslims. And all these, all these terrorist attacks, right? And they said, well, there's a common theme here. It's all Muslims. And then some people took it a step further and said, no, no, it's religion. Religion's the problem. Religion's the devil. Hmm. But what you kind of fail to realize here is there are 1.6 billion Muslims in the world. A
0: lot of bombs.
1: (laughs) Going to need a lot of bombs. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of bombs and body bags, yeah, huh? A lot of bombs. Maybe maybe you can do a two 4 they, they should bomb bombing twenty four hours a day. What they should do is put body bags in that those black boxes that they put on those airplanes that are indestructible. Yeah. So put them on the tail end of the bombs, just at the at the fins of the missiles. Uh huh. And then when you, when they're killed, guess what? Body bags already there for you. You just put in the combination. We'll make the combination code. You know, something like a, a birthday, the birthday of like George Washington. How about that? Yeah. And then you open it up, you got a body bag. Problem solved. You got a lot of great uh, theories today. A lot of great a lot of theories. Great solutions. A lot of, you know, I actually made a, uh, an article a long time ago about talking about how we can kill two birds with one stone by bombing terrorists with pennies. If we just, like, drop big sacks of pennies on these terrorist heads, you instantly kill them and you instantly have war operations. Yeah. Hey, problem solved, right? $2,500? $2, drop $2,500 worth of pennies on their heads because they're cheaper than missiles. And they can melt the pennies down and sell them as copper for more than they're worth. Well, there's very little copper in pennies, my friend, less than less than I think seven percent. But yeah, there is some metal. There's a melting uh, melting point. About yeah, I it about. do think
0: everyone who's like just wants to wipe everybody out. Yeah, I think there's like there's some kind of desire to just not want to have war and conflict all the time, and it yeah. seems childish to me. Like, yeah, it sucks. It is, but it's going to
1: happen. That's that's the way it is. So, so this this mentality, let's kill them all, right? It's a mentality that not just we as outraged Westerners share. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us, some of us, some of us feel this need to kill them all because it's all Muslims, right? All Muslims are doing this. Well, they're not. 1.6 billion. The great, if, look, if there was a war that Islam declared against the West, we might lose. That's 1.6 billion people that you'd have to fight. The, if the majority of people believe this if the majority of muslim people believe this mm-hmm. this would be a war like we've never seen yeah. this is a very small minority of muslims who are doing this and yes they're ma- the majority of them are muslims Our but own not own the president majority would turn on us not the... he's dick. muslim isn't he great dick <laughs> dick if that's satire that's I'm your going first strike buddy. you you're going to jail <laughs> You better watch it. <laughs> Go ahead. Thought police. I'm going to be on the, on the register. I think you should run it. Yeah. Oh, I would love to, man. Do babies write satire? <laughs> uh, round them up. So, anyway, Dick, the majority of these attacks uh-huh. were done by Muslims, but not the majority of Muslims are. Terrorists, clearly, yeah, right? Yeah, less yeah. than less than one half of one percent, just by sheer numbers, Probably one point six billion. Yeah, way less yeah, than way that. Way less. But these people are saying, let's just glass the Middle East. Let's nuke them. They're, when they say glass the Middle East, they're, they're referring to dropping nukes on them and turning the sand into glass uh, due, yeah. to, due to high heat. I wonder if those guys would actually do that,
0: though. Like everybody who says that, it's fun to vent and be outraged on social media and on the computer. Yeah. But if, yeah. like you gave them a button. They're like, here you go. This will kill uh, one point six billion people.
1: You want to? You want to hit it? Be My guest. Yeah. I don't think they would do it. You, you don't think so? Dick. No, I don't. don't let think me point so. you to the mil- it- let me get, let me point you to the Milgram study because oh, I know that study. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. These are people who would shock people who were told, "Look, someone's going to experience pain. Yeah. One person is going to experience pain." You don't. But that's think they an would do
0: authority. It? That's an authority figure telling them what to do. This yeah. is just here. You think you know what's best? Hit that button. It's not, it's not somebody
1: saying do it. I think if you told them to do it, they would do it. Well, I hope that we never have to test it. But here's, here's the thing, Dick. These terrorists who went in and killed these innocent people at, at Charlie Hebdo, which weren't uh-huh. innocent because they wrote satire, and I think that's, uh, that's a big yeah. problem. They, they, these people who went in and killed them used that same argument, the exact same argument. They said, look, these guys are bad. The Westerners are bad. Non-Muslims are bad. We need to kill them all. Mm-hmm. Does that sound familiar? Because that's what we're saying now, oh, and yeah. that's what they're saying then. Yeah. It's the exact same argument. It never fucking ends if all their mentality is is kill them all. Let's not discriminate between weak and poor and Christian and Jew. Let's kill them all as long as they're not Muslim. As long as they're not one of us, let's just kill them all. Yeah. That's the mentality that's, that's uh, driving this. And that's the mentality that's going to continue driving this problem is kill them all. And I got in an argument with someone who who just kept saying, "Well, you know, uh, in Quran it says this thing and it says that thing, and Muhammad believed this thing, and he, all these like terrible things he was he was listing." I said, "Again, you, why isn't there more killing? If this was a, a religion that by decree instructed people to kill, right? Why isn't there more killing?" Right. You know, and then they they pointed out, well, Christian, you know, the Christians had the crusade, and and so on and so forth. That was about money, wasn't it? Yeah, it's always about something. It's It's always about about land. It's always about money. It's always about something. And people use religion as a crutch. Well, they're not like Muslims
0: aren't like Klingons. Yeah, right? like that's what the, uh, that's the picture I get in my head when I hear some idiot going like, oh, you got to wipe them out. It's like a dangerous religion. It's like, no, it's just a bunch of people like it's not they're yeah. not like a whole species like Klingons that fight over everything. And they're just like intractable assholes
1: all the time. Yeah. I pointed out to somebody. I, I can't believe I had to spell this out. But I said, listen, believe it or not, Muslim people have mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, children, and they care about those people just like people in the West do. Do you think that they want those people to die? Yeah. Do you think that that's what these people are trying to do? And, and I said, and and by the way, the people who are just saying, oh, it's all religion. Like Bill Maher, he said that. He said, Re- old religion, there's no great religion. He said, they're all stupid, et cetera, et cetera. So we should all be atheists you because know. no atheist ever done anything wrong, right? Not it like Wasn't Hitler an atheist? Um, I'm sorry, was, were you about he was to not, say no, that? No, he was, he was not. not I, was, I was not going to. Let's just to. say that he was. Okay. <laughs>
0: this makes it funnier.
1: Dick, is that satire? <laughs> that's two strikes, buddy. You're getting. I'm getting my handcuffs ready. You're not getting. Oh, going it better be coming. worth the third one. Better be worth it. What are you going to read? Here's some atheists: uh, Adam Lanza, Eric Harris. A- Adam Lanza was the guy the who guy shot that up. Sings on the Voice. Right? No, no, not the not the guy who sings on the Voice. <laughs> dick. Yeah. No. Like she will be loved. That guy. Not that guy. Adam Lanza. That's awful. No, he shot up Sandy Hook. I, I believe that was the guy who shot up-, shot up Sandy Hook. Oh. Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, uh, who shot up Columbine. Atheists. Hmm. Mao Zedong. Dong. Atheist, Chairman Mao. Chairman Mao, and by mm. the way, the biggest casualty toll in history. What's from Mao Zedong's era? Over uh, estimates are anywhere from forty to seventy million people died. Whoa. No one has ever died to that degree on that level. There's actually nobody on this list that even even comes close to that. Atheist, Mao you know Zedong. where
0: Mao Zedong was conceived?
1: Where's that? Made in China. <laughs> 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 All right, Dick. Gotta wedge that in there. Mussolini, atheists. So you're, and I point out like when you attack religion like that, it just sounds bigoted, simplistic, ignorant, simple. And people say, well, religion is the is the cause of all this conflict. If two religions can exist, coexist peacefully at some point in time, which they do right now, yeah. in that Jewish grocery store that these terrorists were hold up in in, <laughs> in France. Oh, that's a real thing. Yeah, it's a, it was it was a <laughs> what Jewish- was it called? Uh, Ralfsteins? <laughs> Fonz and Schwags? Zion Save. I don't know, man. Um, but it, this Jewish grocery store is a kosher grocery store. Food uh, for less and less?
2: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, but the oh, serious man. terrorist thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so this this Jewish grocery store, this, this kosher grocery store that these terrorists were holed up in, the people who, who shopped there, they said, are Muslims and Christians and Jews. They all lived peacefully in this small town. They can coexist peacefully, and they do coexist peacefully. We have mosques here in America. We have synagogues. We have uh, – what's the, uh, what's the uh, one, one for the Indian Sikhs? A temple. We have temples for Sikhs. They all coexist peacefully. We've got EB Games for you. Okay, <laughs> actually, it's not EB Games. Is EB Games <laughs> Sorry, I don't
0: want to offend your religion. Yeah, it's GameStop, Dick. GameStop. Was well, that satire, Dick? That sounded like it might be satire. No, no. Don't be a dick. No, we got right. cheetahs for
1: me. Yeah, you got <laughs> cheetahs. The, the yeah. strip club for you. So well, it's not a strip club though. It's
0: a topless bar because yeah. they can still serve liquor. Yeah. Well, because okay. he wants to see everything
1: else. You know, I'd rather drink. Oh Jesus, Dick! <laughs> I can t- I can point you to some classy all nude strip clubs, buddy. No, but they don't serve liquor in they California. They sure do. That's, no, they don't. Champagne you, and wine—that counts. Oh, that yeah. Champagne and wine. Champagne's delicious. All right, comes from France. No, are you are you done?
0: You got anything else you want to say about? Uh, ter- oh, excuse me, not terrorism. Do you have anything else you want to say about the evils of satire? No, that that's it, Dick. Have you ever been assaulted for your satire? Have you ever have you ever been hit with anything? Because you're you're one of the bigger satirists on the internet. Yeah. Have you ever
1: suffered anything because of your satire? Mm, I have had people – I've had a lot of threats. I've had a few serious – I think a few serious threats that I've gone to police with. But over the years, no, I have not – because I have a theory about that. I, I think that people who are offended, um, if they, they – they get offended in that moment, but they don't really think about it. They, like if you, if you ever meet somebody who you've offended online because of an article or something that you wrote, they may dislike you. But to actually take that action against them – I've never experienced several rounds of machine gun bullets going through me because of my satire. No, if that's what you're asking.
0: Yeah, Uh, I've been punched twice. (laughs) (laughs) But, Dick, that's
1: not satire. That's just you being a drunk asshole. No, no,
0: no, no. This was because, well, I suppose, you know, you can't have one without the other. But they were both in Vegas and both by a woman. One knew who I was in advance, and the other one was just told about it. It bent my glasses. That, I, those mirrored shades that I had on Doctor Phil oh,
1: those they're were cool. all bent up. You yeah. aviators. Yeah, I tried yeah. to bend them like back in place, but now it yeah. just looks like a bunch of like jig jag
0: earpiece things. That's so,
1: my favorite thing, by the way. When someone's glasses get bent and they try to bend it back, it never yeah. looks no, normal. It, it
0: looks awful. and they always
1: they always think that you know they always think yeah okay they they convince themselves that it's okay because they don't want to drop another three hundred dollars because of the eyeglass cartel which you defended several episodes ago. They're nice shades. Yeah, great. Yeah. You could buy nice shades for four bucks. Same thing. Anyway, Dick, yeah, that's my problem. Satire is the biggest problem in the universe. It needs to be eradicated. All right. Did I go to jail? Did I get a third satire thing in? I didn't. I'm safe. You're okay for now, Dick. Safe to but I'm paying another attention. day. Yeah. One more day. So, and your problem was? Man spreading discontent. Man spreading discontent. It's like discontent. a before and after,
0: like in Wheel of Fortune. Man spreading, spreading discontent. Yeah. You watch Wheel
1: of Fortune? I've seen it. Okay, well, not that's a big, they Not a big fan. Pat, Sa- Pat Sajak seems too robotic to me. So does Alex Trebek. I think he, that's what you need. You need that quality to be a good game show host. You need to be a robot.
0: Yeah, and you need to have a big head. Big heads help. So it shows up on TV. Dick, you got a big head,
1: man. <clears throat> you can be a game show host. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Anyway. another
0: here's a quote I forgot from Manspreading. I'm yeah. glad that the government is finally taking action. This is clearly not the kind of thing that could be solved by asking people to scoot over and make room for you to sit down. When I'm glad the government is finally doing something about it. Dick, that it. sounds like satire
1: to me. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I said. Okay, he you meant know that. what? You brought he that in, that. Dick. You brought that. You're, uh, you're busted, buddy. All right, I'm going All to All right, jail. Sean, wrap up this episode. <laughs> My problem is satire. Your problem, man spreading discontent. <laughs> <laughs> man spreading discontent. Don't forget to vote on these problems hey, and on our stay website. stay tuned for the live show. Yeah, the it'll live show coming up. I think it'll be probably in a week or two. And we're going to post it on our website. Uh, it'll be available for everyone to watch. A lot of people have been asking about that. It's amazing. And vote on these problems on TheBiggestProblemInTheUniverse.com. Listen next week. Listen every week. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Check it out on iTunes. And thanks for listening. Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher was the other one. Stitcher. Listen, Stitcher, to, it on listen Stitcher. to it
2: on Stitcher. Hey, this is Jordan from Bountiful Utah, and I thought it's that your Jordan detox again. diet problem He's was funny. great. You see, I'm on a detox
1: diet known as Crohn's disease, what? and basically my immune system attacks my digestive system, so to put it bluntly, I on. shit and vomit all the time. Wow. And I would rather
2: drown in a sea of cocks than <laughs> to hear one more person say, <laughs> Gosh, I wish I could lose weight like that easily. <laughs> I think it's the worthy problem on the list. Because it would go in great addition to your people who can't eat spicy foods. Uh, also, Dick, disease. Uh,
1: disease. try not to drink so much. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, try not to drink so much.
0: Oh, oh, try not to drink so much. Uh, try to get a beautiful family and a woman that makes you happy and his Try to get a perfect life so you don't have to drink. No, Dick. No, <laughs> no. Why don't I tr- try to get a job that you just make free money and don't have to work?
1: <laughs> try not to be. Try to be happy all the time. Fuck you, Jordan. No, <laughs> oh, no, Jordan's my bro. I like that. Yeah, try not to drink so much. It's like complaining about getting it's complaining about getting too much dick. It's like I just keep getting dick. Hey, just don't. Hey, Mister Sun, try not to be so hot all the time. Yeah, that's exactly. That's a great analogy, Dick.
2: Hey, Dick. Of course, products made in China are going to be inferior. It's because that's what people in this country are willing to pay for and put up with. It's like walking into a Motel Six and expecting a full body massage and a blowjob as part of the stay. It's not going to (laughs) happen.
0: Yeah. He totally you know read what? that. Maybe I am a fucking idiot. No, it's
1: good when they read it. It's good when they read it because then there's, like, less fuck-ups. Yeah, you still got to bring in that fuck-up uh, that fuck up pre-roll, too. I will,
0: I will. I got one song from—I don't know if you played this song. Stop me if you if you played it already. It's from Waterboy. In an
2: alternate universe. What? Maddox is a woman. <laughs> Dick is a man. Sean <laughs> is five. I, present
0: to you, I think you're five. Madilox. I think you're five.
1: I've been snacking on nuts all night. Dead.
0: I would blow a guy if I'm gonna starve to death. If I'm if I'm that hungry, I would do it. I don't fucking care, man. I need to eat. Sean.
2: I held off Dick's impending cirrhosis. Mom. And who are you? And who are you? Gay? Gay? Dick, sister what? I would blow a guy if I'm gonna starve to death if I'm, if I'm that hungry I would do it I don't fucking care man I need to eat Boisterous. <laughs> And then you take the other $110 that you didn't spend And you give them To me, Asterios Coconuts
1: <laughs> Mysterious Coconuts I want to hear from that guy again Yeah that's great Asterios. Great song Dick That's it